0: it's another installment of the mystery mixtape. It's the remix. This is Songs In My Head. Hey everybody. Welcome back for another remix episode of Songs In My Head. Podcast for music nerds by music nerds. As always, I am joined by my lovely co-host Kristen. Hello. And we thought that we would uh, do another little fun little episode. We we've only done one of these, but we talked about doing it again.
1: Oh yeah.
0: So here we, we are. Here we are doing it again. Um, but before we get into the mystery mixtapes, um, let's talk about what transpired. This evening uh, we went and saw the Barbie movie. Um, I was very excited. Uh, I know that your daughter was very excited. Oh yes I was very excited. And you were very excited. Um, The two of us wore our pink. Oh yes. And we all had our handmade bracelets. I of course was rocking uh, the Eat the Rich, <laughs> and uh, my A Cab Rainbow Bracelet, um, and my my Pink Free Hugs T-shirt.
1: Although, don't touch you.
0: Although, like don't, like ask first. Like they're not free without consensual act. consensual hugs. hugs. I gotta get that on there. Um, movie was phenomenal. Oh yeah, definitely. Um,
1: I mean, I knew it would be. I heard really good things, and I've heard people, you know talking about it like crazy, but... Well, yeah, I mean... I was not prepared.
0: No, I, I mean, I think... Uh, you know, being the woke person that oh. I am, um, you know, I, I knew going into it that it was going to be... that it was going to be good. Uh, but I didn't expect it to be that good. I thought that it was a very, very poignant...
1: Ooh, that's a good word. And,
0: right? I love poignant. Uh, very poignant and meaningful. Poignant. Poignant. You say poignant, and it's funny because there's a G in there. doesn't sound like but it. But it doesn't sound like it. Um, anyway, poignant. I'll say it again so that it stops sounding like a real word. <laughs> um, and it, it, it was very, very... Uh eye opening I think is a good word. Um we were just talking about it before we fired everything up for the evening, and um, you know, we were we were saying that uh I think that it, it makes it makes a really, really good point without making it seem like something that it's trying to push on you. It, it doesn't feel like... It, it doesn't feel like it's shoving it in your face. And I think... Maybe... If you think that... You're part of the reason. I digress. I digress. I know. There's been so many things going on with people breaking up their relationships over this movie. Because... You know, the... The male part of the relationship doesn't necessarily agree with the things that they talk about in this movie. But it's literally challenging the patriarchy and the socioeconomic climate that we live in. The socioeconomic hellscape that we live in. Which is... That's the best word that I can think of for it. What, hellscape? Hellscape. Um...
1: It was interesting to go, to go see it with my kid because she... Oh, some of you may know her that listen. Um, she's 11, going on, like, 30.
0: Seriously. But
1: she's 11, and she knows a lot more about what's going on in the world than I realize. And fortunately, like, she still enjoyed, like, the whimsy of it being Barbie. And, you know, like, they had real lab dream houses. And just, you know, it's, it's funny to see, like... A person act like a doll, right? Like there was a part where you know she had poured from an empty
0: <laughs> an empty milk carton. empty
1: milk carton into a cup where she drinks it, but you don't see any liquid touch her.
0: But she but she looks as though she has had a satisfying sip of yeah. Beverage and then later she in the poured.
1: movie, she you know you see her pour it right in her face. And yeah, like, she's like,
0: just... ah, I don't know how to drink.
1: So, it's, it, you know, that kind of stuff, you know, was right up her alley, but, you know, the message, like, it instilled a lot in her, I think, even as, you know, naive and, and young as she is.
0: Absolutely. Um,
1: I think a lot of the message, I mean, the, the part that I felt when, I mean, the obvious, you know, patriarchy stuff, but like. The women supporting women. Like, women should be supporting women. Absolutely. you know, I think it's it's to the advantage of of men that we don't get along in a lot of cases. I agree. So, I don't think I realized... Like, I knew that, you know, women didn't support women a lot. I mean, I see it happening more, but I think it's the people that I surround myself with, you know. But... I didn't realize that it is to an advantage of, you know, men and capitalism and <clears throat> all of that, that, that we don't.
0: Yeah. I mean, it, it's, it's wild, especially when you see it laid out in a movie like this. Oh yeah. Um, you, you see it, you know, the only thing that you can do is just kind of, I laughed, I it.
1: cried, I gasped.
0: Yeah. I cringed. I had a lot of, ooh, moments. Yeah. We, we definitely had a few simultaneous, um, music was great. Since this is a music podcast, we better, we gotta rope it in. Um, oh, so good! The music was great. Uh, that the track that Billie Eilish did for the movie was so appropriate for where it was put, um, and in true Billie Eilish fashion, it was gut wrenching and beautiful. Um, but like it, it just the whole movie was great, and it I was so well done. I, I suggest it to to anybody that uh, wants to see a movie that challenges a lot of ideals, yeah. while still being a very fun movie. <clears throat>
1: I think the mi- misconception is that it's a kids' movie too, and it isn't. I mean, it's PG thirteen, but um, you know, having you know been an owner of many Barbies in my lifetime, I appreciate it. Sure. You know my kid, who's not quite thirteen yet, yeah. totally appreciated it. Um, ca- it was casted really well.
0: Oh God, the casting was so good. Yeah. So that was fun. I mean, we we had a good time. Um, you know, we all enjoyed it. Very very comfortable theater. Everybody seemed to really oh yeah really enjoy themselves. So it was a good time. Yeah, absolutely.
1: So now we have mixed so, mystery mixtape to...
0: Uh, yes, so now we decided to go back and do our mystery mixtape. Um, so this is mystery mixtape number two. Yes,
1: yeah, so if you haven't heard our mystery mixtape first episode, we both decided to make a playlist, ten-ish um, tracks, uh, with a theme that we don't tell the other person. And then we share our, our playlists and listen, and then we talk about the tracks and if we know what it's about or the the common theme we talk about that otherwise we figure it out on a while well, we're doing it live. <laughs> right?
0: <laughs> Fuck it boys, we're doing it live.
1: So do you wanna do yours first or do you wanna do mine first?
0: Um we can go through yours. Okay. Like the one that you made for me. Sure. Uh so you sent me this mixtape. Um, I we have had the opportunity to listen to both of them together. Yeah, exactly one time. Yeah,
1: I mean, um, I, I there's a couple of songs on mine that I think I, I was, or a couple of songs on yours that I had heard often, but I feel like mine were more common. Hopefully. Oh yeah, I mean, I like think they're probably all well, songs that you've heard.
0: Yeah, I've heard all the songs on there. um so i'll just kind of read through yeah. each one and then i'll tell you what i think they translated to sure so uh the first one was till i hear it from you by the gin blossoms um mutt by blink 182 stay by lisa Loeb, great song love that song um number one crush by garbage blister in the sun by the violent Femmes, great song love that uh, Gangsta's Paradise by Coolio Kiss Me by Sixpence None the Richer Another great song uh, Steal My Sunshine by Len Okay uh, Big Empty by Stone Temple Pilots And then my, my personal favorite uh, song on your playlist Which is Regulate by Warren G and Nate Dogg
1: I, Somehow I knew you loved that song Even though I don't think we've ever talked about it I love that song,
0: I honestly do um Are these from movies? Yes They're all from movie soundtracks Yes Okay That's what I thought Could I identify them all? I don't <clears throat> I don't think easily That I could identify Most all of them I of
1: remember them. But like I had to look up one or two Because I knew they were from movies Yeah Gin Blossoms is from Empire Records Okay Um Mutt is from American Pie Okay Stay is from Reality Bites Or is it Singles? It's Reality Bites Really bites. I think it is. Um, number one crush is from Romeo and Juliet. Okay. Yeah, Blister in the Sun was from oh, that was I knew this song, but um, it was from. Oh
0: God. I mean, obviously, Gangster Paradise. Was okay, so
1: they were not only just movies, but yeah, from from ninety-ish, early two thousand movies.
0: Yeah. Obviously Gangsters Paradise from uh Ooh, boy I am I had it, it's gone.
1: <sighs> oh I... I lost it too.
0: I, I know that Michelle Pfeiffer was in it. Oh my uh-huh. god, what is going on right now? <laughs>
1: um I have another frame, same problem it is for Dangerous Minds.
0: Dangerous Minds. I, I, I said I kept wanting to say Criminal Minds.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And
0: I was like, no, that's not... Mm -mm." Uh, Yeah, that's the only one that I could, like... Remember? Readily...
1: Um, hold on.
0: Recognize.
1: Um... I'm trying to remember. I should have wrote these down. I meant to. I, I don't know where I wrote them. Um... What's the next one?
0: Uh, Number One Crush.
1: Oh, Romeo and Juliet.
0: Blister in the Sun.
1: Um, that one I'm trying to remember. Um, next one. Kiss Me. Oh, um...
0: She's All That. Ah. Uh, Steal My Sunshine. Uh, Go. Okay. Ah, Big Empty.
1: Uh, The Crow.
0: Oh, yeah. Regulate.
1: Oh, um... Above the rim. Oh,
0: yeah. Okay.
1: Yeah. Um, I wish I could remember for some reason. Um, I'm losing it. Was the one in the sun. Um, it's killing me now. Not softly. Um.
0: We're looking it up actively. As oh, gross! Point blank. Ah, <laughs> uh, okay, there it is. I
1: was like, oh my god, it has. Okay. Yeah. So, at first, you didn't know what your the theme was, but.
0: But then when you mentioned you said that you had mentioned it in conversation yeah then I realized what it was where it
1: made it too difficult.
0: No after you like said that part out loud uh-huh. I, I kind of recognized it so
1: okay so yours um, Josh's mystery mixtape that he made for me starts out with it's all about the Benjamins but it's not the version you expect. Um, because it is a rock version that I didn't know existed. Mm-hmm. Um, which is showing on the like the album. Was it on the album? Because I had the album and I don't remember.
0: <laughs> no, it was on the deluxe.
1: Oh, okay. I did not have the deluxe. I think
0: it's deluxe. like either the deluxe or the remastered.
1: Okay, yeah. Because I've never seen this before. Gotcha. Um, second track is Shake Your Blood featuring Lemmy and Probot. Which that... Rang a bell for a moment. I was like, "Oh, I know this band. Why I know this band?" Um, Next track is "Lithium" by Nirvana, which is one of my favorites. Um, Next one I did not know, "Dead End Friends" by them Crooked Vultures, but I heard the band name before, Um, so I think I started to make a connection. Um, Next is "Wonder Boy" by Tenacious D. Everlong by Foo Fighters which is my number 1 favorite music video. Right. That Josh and I always always watch. If you haven't seen it, definitely watch uh
0: I I will watch that
1: as many times that, as that that video on. as
0: many times as possible.
1: Do. Girl's giant hand.
0: Right. The giant telephone.
1: Oh my god, it's great. It's the, wonderful. The
0: fucking log nunchucks.
1: Um you should be dancing by the t- DGs. <laughs> um, next is boss. Tenacious D again. Um, it's Queens of the Stone Age next. First is Giveth. Uh, Every Day is Exactly the Same by Nine Inch Nails, which I've ha- heard before, but it's been a really long time. I can't remember what album that's on. And then it's All About the Benjamins again.
0: So it's a second version.
1: Okay, there I have was... two
0: versions. They're both the rock version okay. of the song.
1: I wasn't aware that there were more than one, let alone a, a rock version at all. Gotcha. And I think I'd have to listen to them together to realize what the difference is. Sure. Okay, so there's ten. Um, common theme here is Dave Grohl. Yeah. Which I don't know that I would have gotten until I got to DG's. Sure. So if you don't know, um, DG's is like Dave Grohl's like disco cover band.
0: <laughs> oh, I mean, it's literally just... It's the Foo Fighters yeah. just doing really, really good Bee Gees covers.
1: That's true. They are just Bee Gees. Yeah.
0: Like, they're... They just... Amazing. They were amazing.
1: Yeah. And watching... Was yeah, it a video? It, or was it just them... Oh, performing? the video...
0: Their, like, video performance is so good. Um, yeah. I, I aptly titled uh, this mixtape Ten uh, Degrees of Dave Grohl.
1: Oh, perfect. Perfect. So,
0: uh, start off at the top, I'll explain...
1: Each one for you. Perfect.
0: So the first one, um, actually the first song and the last song, which is why I bookended. Um, Dave Grohl played drums on really? the rock cover for both of them. Really? Yes.
1: I mean, I assumed it was that, but like,
0: uh, still. Shake your blood by Probot featuring Let Me Let Me Kill Mister from uh, Motorhead. Um, Probot is the metal band. That Dave Grohl put together, and it was just like him jamming with a bunch of his like famous metal head friends. Supergroup. Uh, yeah, <laughs> supergroup, pretty much, yeah. Obviously, Lithium, Nirvana, Dave Grohl, famously drummer for Nirvana. Uh, Dead End Friends, Them Crooked Vultures, uh, was a supergroup band that he put together with Josh Hom from um, Queens of the Stone Age, and he played drums for Them Crooked Vultures. Okay. Uh, Wonder Boy by Tenacious D um, on their... I think actually he's played drums on all their albums. Like all of Tenacious D's albums. Um, Everlong, obviously. Very famous, famous song from the Foo Fighters, which is the band that Dave Girl fronts. Uh, in addition to the Dee Gees, which is the other band that he fronts. Um, I put Beelzebos on here because it's kind of a twofold thing. So, not only did he record the drum stuff for that song, but he actually played Satan <laughs> in the movie and sings all that stuff and plays guitar.
1: I think I did know that. I think that's, you know, that's another one that I was like, oh, I think I know what this connection is.
0: Um... So then there was uh, First It It Giveth by Queens of the Stone Age, which is off of Songs for the Deaf, which uh, Dave Grohl recorded drums on that whole album and toured with them on that album uh, specifically. And then, so here's the interesting one. Every day is exactly the same. So on this... Um, the album that that is from that is one of I think three tracks that Dave Grohl plays drums on and I just found that fascinating I was like yeah like he does percussion on a lot of the tracks on there too like where he just plays like extra percussion kind of stuff but the, the, that's one of like two or three tracks on that album that he plays like drums specifically on hmm. So I thought that was kind of cool.
1: Interesting. Yeah. Considering that I find like <clears throat> like Trent Reznor and and Dave Grohl like among the like most talented musicians that I like. Seriously? If I made a supergroup, <laughs>
0: seriously, <laughs> they if would I... be right up there. Absolutely. Yeah, I mean, if if there were any two musicians that I would ever want to put into a supergroup right now, it would be Trent Reznor and Dave Grohl.
1: Who else? If you could make your supergroup.
0: If I could today. make a supergroup today. it's a good question. Um, I think I would put... I would let Trent Reznor do his thing. Um, I would let him be vocals. And do whatever other fun things he likes to do. Um, I think I would keep Dave Grohl on drums. Because it just seems right. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I would put Tom Morello... Oh, on the yeah. guitar. Um, and I think just for S's and G's, I put uh, Pat Smear on um, like backup mm-hmm. guitar. And then. Well,
1: it's interesting that, yeah, you know, Dave has worked with two of three of those people. So, or two, yeah.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I mean, unless there's a hidden Borello connection.
0: You know what, there probably, there has to be. I
1: mean, I think that um, Dave Grohl is like the musical Kevin Bacon.
0: Yeah, oh yeah, that's why I called this playlist 10 exactly. Degrees of Dave Grohl.
1: Okay, I cut you off, I'm sorry. Uh,
0: I feel like I would probably, bass player, hmm. I feel like it's gotta be Flea. Okay. It just makes sense. Yeah. And, and especially if you put him, you pair him up with Tom Morello, I feel like there's just some ridiculous music that's going to come out of there. Round out the group with the dancing guy from the Boss Tones. <laughs> That's it. We're there. We did it. Good job. Thank you. What about you?
1: Oh, I think mine would be a very, much more confusing. Um...
0: I feel like yours would just be like the, the okay. most massive like punk supergroup.
1: No, um, so here's the thing. Like, I'm thinking of like the most like if I was taking like my favorite talent from like various places. So, I mean, drums. I would definitely say be a girl. Um, and I would probably have. Okay, to...
0: wait, hold on. Before you continue, I was just trying to keep it modern. Okay. How far back are we? Oh, my,
1: well, I'm talking modern.
0: Okay, I People was gonna that are say. Live right now. Okay. I was going to say, because if we were talking not modern, my band would be way different.
1: No, I'm talking if we put pe- people together that performed together.
0: Sure, okay, okay.
1: Yeah, that would be another question, sure. question someday. It would have to be, like, yeah, our dream, like, musical pairings. Sure. Because, like, Jimi Hendrix.
0: <laughs> I mean, if we're being real here, I'd put Jimi Hendrix and Tom Morello Oh my gosh! Yeah. in the same band together. Actually, it would just be, it would just be, like, four... Insane guitar players and then Neil Peart on drums. And we don't even need a singer. Instrumental all the way. I mean, we would. <laughs> it, naturally, the singer would be Freddie Mercury, but I know, like. i just kidding. <laughs> we're <clears> off <throat> the rails. Okay. Go, go ahead. Back all to right, yours. So
1: I would definitely have to say Dave Grohl just because um, he's very versatile. Like, we've watched in many, many sure. videos. Like, he can sing anything. Yeah. So, like, I mean,. I feel like any super group that I would make would have, like, heavy vocals on almost everyone. Yeah. Um, and um, everybody I would pick, I think, is a vocalist as well. Okay, so I would pick Dave Grohl for drums. I would pick Trent and let him do his thing, like you said. Like, add the, you know, electronic, like...
0: That, like, very kind of... Not EDM... Uh, industrial. <laughs> yeah. Were, in, like the industrial sound. Yeah. So,
1: yeah. Uh, yeah. So Trent, I mean, sure. but he's also, you know, on vocals, um, <laughs> guitar. I don't know. For some reason I'm, I'm seeing Rivers Cuomo as a guitar slash vocal combo.
0: Oh man.
1: And then bass would, I'm going to have to pick that mic. Like he has some like real, I guess it's my preference of music that like his base to me is just perfect but like could you imagine this four together
0: it would be wild it would be so wild
1: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah on. and i feel like i need a trumpet i don't know i don't know if buddy would be the right person <laughs> some sort of some sort of horns there has to be horns
0: I mean, you you could be real weird about it and, like, try and pick the guy that plays, like, the fucking Fife for Dropkick Murphys. Oh my god,
1: I'm not going with the Fife, the Fife player, but, like...
0: (laughs) Are you going with the Six player?
1: I don't know, I might as well take the bag, the the Fife guy, and uh, Everlast and make it a House of Pain. my god. As well. God. Um, I don't know, like, who plays, who plays a really, really good... Like horns that would would fit really well here.
0: I don't know why my brain was just like Kenny G. <laughs> I <laughs> mean, like, my brain I'm was... sure he could tear it up. <laughs> yeah, oh yeah, you give him his fucking little saxophone, he's gonna rip it up. But like, <sighs> I don't
1: know. So I don't I don't know the horns, guys from Voodoo Glow Skulls, but they were like tearing it up.
0: Oh yeah, they were. Yeah. I, I feel like probably like the 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 brass and horn section from Voodoo Glow Skulls would definitely like they were Sure. They were they were ripping it up.
1: Yeah, so so I don't know. Definitely definitely need some horns. Either that or um whoever plays for like Streetlight Manifesto is good.
0: Oh, one of the thirty-five musicians that's in Streetlight Manifesto.
1: Uh-huh. Yeah. Or I don't know. I mean, Buddy's only in the trumpet, so sure. you could go horns from Lesson Jake. <laughs> but again, I'm going with preference of what I like best over what I think a supergroup could do.
0: Okay, so let's let's run with this idea for a second, and you have to make a punk ska supergroup. And I will make... We'll just do this on the fly right now. Okay. I will do, like, my emo super group.
1: Oh, man. That's going to be good.
0: Yeah. it will be great.
1: You go first.
0: So, right away, I'm... Drummer-wise, i got to go Cyrus from New Found Glory. Okay. Um, I've always been a big fan of his. I've always really liked his his style of drumming. Um, So that's who I would go for there. Uh, I feel like it it could be a close toss up to go with with Dango from Amber Pacific, but I I've more solidly I'm gonna go with Cyrus. Okay. Uh, guitar I'm gonna probably have to say Ray Toro from My Chemical Romance. Okay. Um I feel like that just makes sense to me. Um I'm gonna borrow <laughs> I'm gonna borrow a bass player from your genre, but he teeters on not being Can I have two bass players? I'm yeah, gonna do two bass players. I think so. so I'm gonna I'm gonna borrow uh Mike Dernt.
1: Okay.
0: from Green Day Okay. I'm also going to go Ian Grushka from New Found Glory because I feel like they would both play a very good complimentary role on bass and I've never seen a band with two bass players so fuck it why not um, I'm sure there's some I'm sure there has to be yeah so I guess that brings me down to vocals Actually, I think I would have Andrew McMahon uh, play piano and synth, because he does that a lot for like Jack's Mannequin and something Mm -hmm. corporate. Um, Vocalist. Man, that's a tough one. There's so many great vocalists in like emo music, I just don't know. Part of me really wants to say Soupy.
1: That's who I was going to pick. I feel like his vocals have a lot of range, but also, like, I don't know, tons of emotion.
0: Part of me wants to say soupy, but... Who says we can't
1: have two vocalists?
0: But the old school emo in me, the elder emo in me, wants to pick Gerard Way.
1: Yeah, I'm with you. Because
0: I just feel like that would be fucking epic. I mean, you're right, though. You know, they, they, there's no reason why there couldn't be two vocalists. I already have two bass players. Yeah. Sure. Why not? Yeah. Yeah, that would be that would be my band.
1: I'm getting there. I have one more to, to come up with. Um, drums is easy. So we're talking punk music, but I guess that includes pop punk because it's adjacent. Sure. Okay, Travis. I'm gonna pick him. Uh, Travis Barker for okay. drums. Um. Bass. I'm sorry. I gotta go with Fat Mike. Sure. Um, he's my number one always. Um, vocals. Uh, I would say a combo of Fat Mike and Milo from the Ooh, that'd be really fun. Yeah, yeah. I'm stuck on guitar. So, of course, my brain's like, mm, yeah, Melvin. But like, cause he can do some like really good stuff. But I don't want to just pick the easy answer. Um trying to think of who else that I really, really think would be a good fit with them. I'm having a tough time.
0: I mean, my brain immediately went to Chris Makes.
1: Me too, but I was not sure if like that was just because it's my preference or like is he that good? I think he's really good.
0: Yeah, I think he's a great guitar player. Um Yeah, I mean I I don't see any reason why
1: yeah, and kind of Mike already get along. Couldn't fit
0: into there. <laughs> um, I mean, if you were gonna go like as close to as close to punk or pop punk as you could, I would maybe want to say Noodles. Yeah. From the Offspring. Yeah. Um, because that would be an interesting fit. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know. I, I feel like I, I feel like Krista makes is a solid like.
1: Yeah, I was thinking that too, but then I always put him in that vocal position, which I'm already like, okay, well, here I am picking multiple vocalists again. Okay, but, but
0: I mean, it's not uncommon for bands you know, to have more than bands to have. I mean, I mean, look at No Effects. Yeah. I mean, all three of their guitar players sing.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, I mean, you look at. Sure,
1: Melvin singing
0: scream he just yells a lot uh i mean you look at less than jake i mean you've got chris and roger that share singing duties while singing backup vocals for whoever is not primary on that song um you know i i feel like it's not unheard of
1: um yeah i guess you're right um I mean supergroup we could we we could have more than one vocalist or whatever. Sure. So that makes sense.
0: But I mean it's also nice too because in saying that you've got three front men from three different bands two of which play instruments also mm-hmm. that could round out your supergroup.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I feel like it needs a like a like a female voice as well though. So that's where I'm like hmm, who would I choose?
0: Ooh, I mean, I feel like. I feel like in my heart of hearts, I want to go with Jen Pop from Bomb Pops. Or. Drawing a blank. Um, Stacy D.
1: Yeah, I was going with Stacey D at first. Stacy D from
0: Bad Cop Bad Cop, of course. Because
1: okay, so originally. Also,
0: just a couple shout outs real quick, Stacy D. Uh, hope your surgery goes well. They had to cut off their tour recently because she has to get some sort of emergency surgery. So hope everything goes well there. Also, Milo Ackerman, heart attack. Yikes. He's doing okay. Hope he gets well soon. I think they're still planning on going to Japan. Um, Um,
1: Yeah, I'm not really sure. Because I saw
0: that they had been posting stuff about that. But yeah, just those two quick things I wanted to put in there. I hope you guys get well soon. Um, anyway, back to what you were saying.
1: Yeah, I think I think I'd have to put a, Stace, a Stacey D in here too. Sure. Because I feel like she would fit.
0: Yeah. I think she would fit too because she kind of, she kind of has that like, that kind of gruffness in her vocals, which is fantastic. <clears throat>
1: yeah, I feel like. And um, I think
0: it'd be a nice like round out with Mike.
1: Yeah, with Mike and
0: Milo. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, that, that's a solid lineup there. I like that. Most well, tough in the brain. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, that it definitely is tough. You when you have to rack your brain of all the musicians that you could think of. So
1: here's here's my my problem with this. A lot of times is that favorite doesn't always mean best. But in my head, I'm like, you know what? This is this is still my choice. So this is still our podcast. We can make our own rules. Yeah, absolutely. Because at the end of the day, I'm like, okay, well, you know, Supergroup, the most talented of, of these, like, musicians, what, all the positions, but I'm like, okay, but what would I, you know, it's still...
0: Listen, because at the end of the day, you could you could put all of the best musicians that you could think of in one room together, and their music might sound like total shit. Yeah. Because their their styles may not all jive together. But when you have your favorite musicians coming together to form a supergroup,
1: mm-hmm.
0: like, you know, a la Me First and the Gimme gimmies, like, it just makes sense. Right, and because, I mean, I've seen some like, of them
1: be more versatile, you know? Like, yeah, I mean, right and
0: that's not to say that, you know, that, that in, in being in the gimmies, like, that that detracts away from any of their talent. It's just like, it's not, you know... You know it's not like you're like oh let me take this amazing session drummer and this super well-versed guitar player and mm-hmm. like all the best players i can think of yeah so i i think i think when you're creating like a like a a dream lineup for a fave like a mm-hmm. like a super group i feel like it's it's subjective
1: yeah that's what i was thinking too um and, like, talking about the first supergroup versus the, the, the punk supergroup that we talked about, like, I feel like I chose people that I knew were versatile and, like, many different... Sure. Because, I mean, I've seen, like, many iterations of, like, what Weezer's done, what Rivers, you know, has done, and what Mike has done... Right. ...on his own and with, you know, with no effects for 40 years... And Trent, like, I've, I've seen him do all sorts of different, you know, experimental right. stuff. So I feel, and Dave Grohl, I mean, we, those four.
0: Yeah, I mean, that, those four together in themselves, I feel like they just, they bring so much versatility to the table that, like, it's unmatched.
1: Right. So, like, the crazy amount of stuff they could come up
0: with. Absolutely. So, yeah. That was fun. Yeah. I, I like that. We'll have to come up with some more of those. Yeah. Yeah, well, we'll have to, uh, like, little mini, like, music challenge. Yeah. Is there anything else going on? I don't think music so. Music related? Um, no, I don't think we have anything major coming up. Mm-mm. Well, I mean, unless you include Comic-Con next week. That's true. Because going to Comic-Con next week. Steel City Con. Shout out if you guys are going. We'll be there.
1: And in about three weeks, we're going to see Offspring and Sum 41. But
0: I want to go to Comic-Con because I want to meet Method Man (laughs) and get his autograph on my 36 Chambers album. Uh, But also, yes, Offspring. I'm very excited for that. That's, That's going to be a good show. I forgot that Sum 41 was on that bill. Or not Sum 41, Simple Plan.
1: Yeah.
0: I forgot that Simple Plan was on that bill is interesting but yeah. i'm excited for that show offspring is a band that like has always always been just out of reach for me to see
1: oh yeah um, especially when it was god <laughs> when they when they canceled four court on the day
0: so yeah that's that's like all the stuff we've got on the current horizon i'm sure that between now and then we'll have something here or there that we'll go to um But yeah, so I guess we will wrap this up then. Yeah. I will make sure to include these playlists in the comments after we post everything. Um, And speaking of posting everything, you can find us all over social media at SIMHpod. We are on Instagram Facebook and I'm still gonna call it Twitter. I know it's called X now. I will never. But I'm gonna still call it Twitter, cause I can still tweet on it. Um.
1: I felt like X give it to
0: me. <laughs> X gonna give it to you. Yeah. Uh, but again, at SIMH Pod, uh, and you can also find us everywhere you listen to podcasts, or at least anywhere you can think of to listen to podcasts. That, of course, being iTunes, Amazon Music. Spotify, and SoundCloud, if you're nasty. Don't forget to check out our sponsors, W Energy. Uh, energy drinks are delicious from them. I'm looking to get some new product from them soon. Try a couple new flavors, so we'll see how that works out. Um, remember to use our promo code at, or no, not at. There's no ad on that. SIMH10 to save 10% on your order. And uh, be nice to each other. Um. Wash your hands. Always change your underwear. Uh, and cover your mouth when you cough. I don't know. Thanks for listening, guys. It's late. Um, we love you. We'll Good talk day. to you. We'll talk to you soon. Bye.